welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well and having a lovely summer. Right now, as I record this, it is anything but summer. It is chucking it down with rain, but we are promised a heat wave in July. We'll see. However, summer solstice has just taken place in the UK, and that means despite the rain, we are enjoying some very long daylight hours. Sunrise, well before half past four in the morning, and it's still light when I'm going to bed around half past ten at night. And when you're stuck indoors, gazing outside at that glorious sunshine, I can dream, right? Or worse, you're stuck indoors in the sticky heat, you're sweating and you're just horrible and ew, and it's all just a bit gross, then finding motivation to do anything other than, I don't know, loll around, sipping on an ice cold drink, whatever that ice cold drink may be, maybe an ice lolly as well, perhaps reading a book, taking a dip in a pool, paddling pool, puddle, whatever. Finding motivation to do anything other than those sorts of things can be quite hard. Am I right? So how do we make sure you keep your podcast mojo, that's mojo, not mojito, during the summer months? Or maybe you can have a mojito later. Depends how good you are. Well, here's my tips for making sure your podcast mojo doesn't go away. And if it does, what you can do to bring it back. First off, remind yourself why you are doing your podcast. Go back to your why, your mission statement and review it. If that doesn't work, if you don't get that big kind of butterflies in your stomach because you've seen it and you've just gone, yes, this is what I'm doing. This is it. Because that's what your why should do. Your why should really give you those butterflies and excitement. And if it's not doing that, it doesn't feel right, or it's just not making any sense to you, then of course you're going to lose motivation to do it. It just becomes far too easy to put off. It becomes easier to tidy your sock drawer, spend hours in Canva making fun graphics. (laughs) Hello, that's what I do. Or maybe you just uh, end up scrolling through Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram doing research. So if that's what you find yourself doing, go back to your why, have a look at it. And if needs be, change it adjust it, tweak it, whatever it is, go and re-evaluate your why. Second off, don't try to do too much. I know, right? I'm giving you permission to just chill out over summer, but not chill out too much, okay? Because think about it. If publishing once a week your podcast over summer is making you miserable, then stop. Just stop it. Either have a break, we've talked about that in previous episodes, put out some repeats or, I don't know, let's call it repurposing. You can get away with this quite easily by putting on a new beginning and end to the episode, making it clear that it's a repeat and maybe adding some new thoughts and context to it. You can do that to help stop all the overwhelm and just not have to worry about doing too much. And you can also change your publishing schedule too. Go from weekly to fortnightly. Just make sure you take your audience with you. And by that, I mean, let them know every step of the way what you're doing. As much as I love to think I can do everything, I actually can't. And neither can you. And that's okay. 
But I also find that when I've got lots to do and it's all piled up, my motivation to do any of it is almost like a mirror image, the opposite, not a mirror image, it's the complete opposite. So when the the to-do list is high, motivation is low. By reducing workload, you will boost your productivity and your motivation to do it. Everything's going to feel less overwhelming and that draw to the sock drawer, it's not going to be quite so hard. So by doing less, it gives you a better chance to get out and enjoy the sunshine too without a scrap of guilt, which in turn gives you a boost. How much better do you feel when you've given yourself a guilt-free break? How much better do you feel? A million times better. Whereas if you have a break and in your mind you're going, but I've still got to do this, I've still got to do this, I've still got to do this, you don't feel like you have a break, do you? So give yourself a break and make it a guilt-free break by changing your publishing schedule, using some repeats, repurposing, and or just having a break in total. But like I say, you've got to do this uh, with taking your listeners with you. Tell them every step of the way what you're doing and why, and they'll they'll go with you. You know that. This is my favourite one. Listen to new podcasts. And when I say new podcasts, I mean new to you. They don't have to be brand new podcasts released in the last two seconds kind of thing. Uh, Just podcasts that you haven't listened to. Because I'm a big believer in this. By listening to new podcasts, you're going to hear what other people are doing. And that always gives me a boost. I'm either inspired to try something they're doing, maybe it's a a technique, a style of questioning, a presentation style, or maybe it's just simply the way they structure their podcast episodes. Or maybe I hear something that I don't particularly like or enjoy. And equally, that can be just as inspiring because what I'll do is I'll think to myself and go, okay, how would I do that differently? And then I try to work all of that, the positive stuff and the stuff that I'm a bit meh about and how I would do it differently. I try to work that into my podcasts or my clients' podcasts. Now, it's not very often that I listen to a podcast and think, oh my goodness, that is awful. My podcast is better than that and I really need to show the world what I can do with it. But do you know what? That thought has crossed my mind at least once. And sometimes that's a real inspiralizer. That's a new word. That's a new inspiration and motivator because you think, actually, if they're doing it, I should be doing it because I'm better. And that feels terribly, terribly judgy. But like I say, I rarely come across podcast episodes where I think that. And I'm really hoping it's not crossing your mind right now, even though I made up a new word. I really love listening to new podcasts to help find my motivation and to just listen to new podcasts because being inspired by what others are doing in the podcast world is really exciting, I think. But I also understand and I know that it can be a bit disheartening as well. You could be thrown off your course by the amount of reviews another podcast has. You could listen to that and go, well, it's no better than what I do. Why are they getting so many reviews and I'm not? Or maybe you're going to compare it to how popular your podcast is compared to that podcast. Comparisonitis does nobody any good, okay? Doesn't work, doesn't make you feel better and doesn't do anything else. So don't do any of the comparing your podcast to this podcast or that podcast or whichever podcast. What I want you to do is listen to hear what other people are doing 
and see how you can take some of those tricks, some of those techniques into your podcast to up your game. And it's also this whole comparisonitis sort of thing. It's why I always suggest you listen to podcasts outside of your category and if possible, as far away from what you do, because that stops you getting involved in the comparing, in comparing like with like. You can't compare like with like if you're listening to something that isn't like you. That makes sense. Podcasts I listen to include podcasts about podcast editing. Yes, I'm a geek. No, I don't care. I listen to ones about politics, both here and uh, foreign politics. True crime podcasts, because yes, I'm a woman and a stereotype. And also some comedy podcasts too, as well. And this is where I get loads of good stuff from. Fiction podcasts. No, they're not audiobooks. They are fiction podcasts. There's so much out there, so many different things that people are doing on these different podcasts that are not just straight interviews. They're not just straight monologues. And you can pick up ideas from all of these. And here comes my little warning moment. Never, ever forget this, because whilst there is no such thing as a brand new idea, it's just something that's been recycled, rejigged or whatever, that doesn't mean you can just go and rip off somebody else's work. You can't for so many reasons. But the most important reason, I think, get rid of the legals, get rid of the copyright, all of that. Most important reason is it's just really bad form on every single level. And also it makes you look a bit rubbish if you're just ripping someone else off. So don't do it, but get inspired by what they're doing. The next tip I've got for bringing back your podcast mojo is to change up your space. They say a change is as good as a rest. So if you're getting utterly bored with your podcast, think about whether you can take your kit and record somewhere else. Change the routine, change what you're doing, make it a little bit more special, make it almost like an event. So instead of recording your guest online, can you now, now that we're opening up a little bit more than we have been recently, does this mean you can safely record your guest at their office, perhaps? Or can they come to your office? perhaps. If it's just you doing a solo podcast, can you go somewhere else to record it? If you do a podcast about travel and holidays, for example, can you get to a tourist destination? Probably not abroad, but can you get to a tourist destination locally and record your podcast on location? That will make it sound so much different. You've got the excitement of leaving your house, doing something different and it can be really exciting. A good example is when I went to Pods Up North in 2019, I recorded an episode of this podcast there because I was talking about what was going on at the event. So why not be at the event and do a little conversation with myself about what I was seeing, what I was doing, what I was experiencing with all the noise going on around me, with all the background noise, the atmosphere. It just felt better. You know, you know what it's like when you're watching the news or listen to the news on the radio and you have the reports on location. It's that kind of thing. It just brings another element to your podcast episode. Now, there are, of course, considerations that you need to think about when you take your podcast on the road. And that includes going to somebody else's uh, premises to record online or if they're not record online, record in person or, you know, bringing someone into your office to, to record. You need to make sure that you take into consideration safety, your safety and anybody else who's in the area. 
even more so if you're going doing this outside and the public might be involved. Um, you need to know whether you're allowed to record where you want to record and how you're going to record safely and with good enough quality audio. But with all that said and done, I love doing a, an outside broadcast or a different location broadcast because it's great fun. And you could even just pop into your garden to do record an episode. Just, you know, something as simple as that if you wanted to. And maybe have a, a podcast mojito while you're at it. That's a new flavoured drink. Another way to boost your motivation and make yourself a little bit more productive when it comes to your podcast over summer is to make your life easy. So do your prep and your planning now. I'm one of life's weirdos who will happily spend their days planning and prepping because A, it beats real work, of course. And actually, whilst I joke about saying it's all about prepping, prepping, prepping and planning, planning, planning. Actually, if you get some planning done, it makes the real work easier. So when you've got a system in place that takes away the stress of doing a podcast or actually any task, but we're talking about podcasts here, aren't we? It becomes far easier to do it, even in the summer heat. I'm putting that out there. The summer heat, everybody. It's still raining. The more you have planned and the more you have ready to do, ready to go, it's far less effort it takes to get going because you haven't got a mountain to climb before you can record. You've just got to go, oh, okay, so I'm recording this episode about this. Uh, oh, it's already written or it's already planned out. Perfect. I don't need to think about it too much. It's all ready to go. Because let's be honest, a blank page feels like so much more hard work than even a page with just a title written on it, a title and initial ideas chucked down on it. That is a much easier um, thing to deal with than it is just a blank page. So take some time this week. Here you go. Take some time this week to plan all your podcast episodes until I would say at least September. You are going to feel so much lighter once you've done it, I promise. And of course, shameless plug time. Don't forget, if you want help planning your podcast episodes, that's what I'm here for. Everything from my podcast planning toolkit all the way through to a full on planning session. Me, you, three hours, we'll have a couple of brews and we will get those plans in place for you. You can find out details on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. Shameless plug over with for now. Here's one you'll like. Here's a way to boost motivation. It's the old carrot trick. Treat yourself to more than a carrot, because you deserve a real treat. And let's be honest, that sentence can happily end right there. You deserve a treat. But actually, how often do we really treat ourselves? And what I mean by that is, in these days of online shopping, because the last 18 months we have over online shopped, we've got next day delivery. Sometimes we even have on the same day delivery. It's really easy to just go, right, I'm having that. I'm ha I like that. I want it. I'm having it. I'm having it. So think about it. Instead, delay that treat. Next time you see that new dress, a new bag, a new plant, a pair of trainers, running kit, whatever it may be that you've seen, it's glittery, it's caught your eye, you're that magpie, it's shiny, you have to have it, you have to have it now. Actually, instead of buying it straight away, only give yourself permission to hand over your hard-earned cash to have this once you have done whatever you need to work on on your podcast. Oh, I'm harsh, aren't I? 
Alternatively, you might be one of those people that hangs on a little bit. Oh, I really like this. I really looks at something for days and days on end. And if you have been drooling over something in particular and you've not done that final little clicky click click to make that purchase, or maybe in a very retro way, you've not gone into town yet and bought it, you've gone back to the high street, then actually that could be your reward. You can allow yourself to have that, but only if you finish a set amount of podcast tasks, let's say. And actually, it doesn't have to be a physical thing that you buy. And it doesn't have to be a thing that you buy at all. So it could be a day in a spa, if you want to spend money on that. It could be lunch out, or it could just be an afternoon in the park, eating an ice cream in the sun. Something like that. Just give yourself that little treat. And that's just a really good way of just boosting your your, your motivation because you know you're going to get a lovely reward at the end of it. And I know that there's the, the phrase, you are not a dog, don't reward yourself with food or whatever it is. But if that's what's going to keep you going, then have a little treat. It's about not overindulging. Okay, that's it. I am a huge fan of treating myself for stuff. And maybe I do eat too much food when I want to treat myself. There's probably a huge amount of psychological reasons behind why I get motivated by treating myself. I don't know. But as well as food, my reward is quite often a new book. And I think actually what I'm rewarding myself with there is time to escape, time for myself. I don't think I'm rewarding myself with a book. It's what the book brings to me. Oh. I'm just getting quite excited about having a read. I go to bed early at night so I can read a book. (laughs) That's just me. And last but not least, this is really important. Read your reviews. I've talked before about keeping hold of your positive reviews, those positive messages that come from your listeners and why you should do that. First of all, it's just nice to have. Second of all, Not only do they come in useful when you get snarky comments and you know what, you may well get a snarky comment or two. That's what happens when you put yourself out there. But actually, if you're feeling a bit unmotivated, would rather be outside with your mojito, you've lost your mojo. I'm going to keep doing the mojo mojito thing for as long as I can. If you've lost that kind of mojo and you just don't know what you're doing, it's a bit like the first tip. Go and look at your why. Find your why again. Actually, Having someone external to you who isn't your friend, isn't your partner, isn't your mum or dad or whoever it is that you always go to for that validation, somebody who isn't that person telling you what your podcast means to them, it's just brilliant. That is a real boost to the soul because we can try and be as self-motivated as we want and we do, and I know you do I try you try but there are days when quite frankly if you got out of bed that feels like an, a miracle so actually you have to find that motivation from somewhere else that external source because your motivation well has run dry this is my favorite method of external source motivation Grab those testimonials that you've had from customers. Grab those messages that you've had from listeners and grab those reviews. Read them. Feel excited by them. Smile at them. Someone's written really nice stuff about you. 
enjoy every single word of those positive reviews. We chuck out the negative ones. We get rid of them. We only hold on to the positive ones. And the more you read them, the more you'll feel excited and ready to do your next episode. In fact, I'm going to say you'll be chomping at the bit to get going on your podcast. So read your positive reviews to get all excited about your podcast again. And hopefully that will see you straight. I really hope these tips will help fire up your podcast mojo if it does dip over summer. And do you know what? If it does dip over summer, don't don't get too upset with yourself. Don't get all stressed out about it. It's normal and it's natural. And this year, I keep saying it, this year of all years, we are all tired. We are shattered. It's been a strange time, hasn't it? <laughs> How many times can we say, it's been a strange time? We're hopefully, touch wood, fingers crossed, all the rest coming out of the end of it. And I think coming out of the end of it is going to be just as tiring as when we went into it. So don't worry if your podcast mojo does dip over this summer. Use these tips, use this advice, and I think you'll get away with it. I think you will get through it. And if you do find your mojo, why not celebrate with a mojito? And if you're having a mojito, Mine's a raspberry mojito. Oh, it tastes like fizzy pop. So let me know your mojo hacks, your favourite mojito while we're at it. Uh, uh, and I'd love to hear those because I think they're really useful to share. You can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram. On Instagram, I am Charlotte Foster Podcasts. And don't forget, all the information about my podcast planning services are on my website. That's charlotte-foster.co.uk. Enjoy this lovely weather we're having. It's still raining. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Mm-hmm.